This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for the hard-hitting analysis you won't find anywhere else. Here's former Super Bowl winning scout Brian Broaddus and Bobby Belt. 10-5 victory! Cowboys win! This is Love of the Star. Star. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. He is also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Brian, um, how's vacation? Since I'm technically talking to you in the future, you were were supposed to be off, out of state, enjoying vacation. Uh, How do you think vacation is probably going right about now? I would say vacation's probably going pretty well. Uh, heading out to California to see some folks and uh, look forward to spending some time with uh, with them. I don't take many days off, but uh, they've asked me to take time off. So I'm going to take time off. They didn't do it as a force you kind of a thing. They're saying, hey, before the draft gets cracking and all that, can you can you take Take a few days. So can you, can you not I'm run yourself do down, Brian? We're we're gonna need you. Okay, so yeah. we we need you to 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 get in yeah. a, a little bit of a breather. We got a lot yeah, coming. I'm, up. I feel I'm gonna feel good. I'm sure when I get back, and then I go right to Rangers baseball, which will be fun. So looking forward to it. Good deal. Well, uh, I'm I'm glad you're enjoying vacation right now. Or I assume you. you're enjoying vacation yeah, right now. Nice I'm you. sure Thank that's you. going on, uh, Brian. I, I there's uh, because we're doing this a little bit into the future. Uh, and we we needed to. This was a good chance to to knock out a little bit of evergreen topics. I felt like obviously sure. we don't want to you know talk about well did the Cowboys hire a passing game coordinator or anything else because uh, yeah. we don't know that. Maybe you guys know that now. We don't know that right now when we're recording this. So there are a couple of issues or, or a couple of topics that I've been wanting to look at. One is a game we will do next segment. I'm going to get your wheels turning right now, Brian, uh, but we're going to do draft, trade, sign, or hold. So we're going to okay. take a look at certain positions. And we're going to figure out, would you prefer, given the depth or what's available out there, to draft for the position, trade for it, sign it, or just continue to grow the players that they have internally and kind of roll with it? But I want to lead off with a question that's kind of been 
eating at me a little bit over the last couple of weeks. And you may think this is something that you can easily discount as a no, or maybe it's an obvious yes or whatever else. But I, I, I've had a little bit of this gnawing feeling at me that after the Green Bay Packers game, Dak Prescott stood up there and they were asked about Mike McCarthy's job status. And Dak Prescott said, uh, if he's on the chopping block, throw me up there too. Like put me up there as well. I, I need to answer for that as well because I, I, I've, I've failed just like he has. And so if you're going to say that he's fallen short and he needs to go, well, then you need to ask those same questions about me, which was a nice show of leadership from Dak Prescott. It's a, it's a, a nice approach to have. Um, but, you know, it wasn't just publicly. There was a lot of support publicly, sure. but I think that there were definitely some people in their exit interviews who communicated to the Cowboys front office that, hey, we we like Mike and we think that that Mike should be back next year. We think he did a good job. So given how the Cowboys were clearly evaluating their head coaching spot, they've got a guy like Bill Belichick out there on the open market, a guy like Mike Vrabel, guys that they really appreciate. They had Dan Quinn in house who they, they didn't necessarily want to see go. When they were making that decision, my question for you, Brian, is do you think that there's an argument to be made that the Cowboys players are the ones who actually saved Mike McCarthy's job with their public and private endorsements of him to the Cowboys front office? Don't think it hurt, Bobby. I don't think it did. But I went on a a little bit of a rant on 105.3 The Fan about uh, not wanting to change, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, oh, yeah, you you went viral yeah, for that one. I went viral on that one. Too. Yes. You, uh, Brian, Brian, if you haven't seen it, just go go YouTube. Brian brought yeah. us epic rant and we posted it on the 105 through the fan page. You can see yeah. it there. He, Sorry he went about off. my coughing uh, again. My vacation. I didn't get over my cold, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're still fighting this cough a gosh, week later, Brian. Struggling so bad right now. I, I apologize. Get it together, really John, Brian. <laughs> I really do. Um, and I'm afraid to take any cough medicine because it just kind of loosens everything. And I just kind of didn't just. You don't want to cough all night. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Um. I think that uh, I think the coaches. Well, I put it this way: I think the players they really, really like Mike McCarthy. Yep. You know, Mike McCarthy. You talk to people, even the hardened people in the organization that you know that like uh, we need to do something different. You know, they they like Mike McCarthy. They, they Personally, really do. Yeah, yeah and they, I did. I went on that rant against Stephen Jones, and I said, and you know, I said he doesn't want change. He, mm-hmm. when you bring in, when you bring in a different coach, when you bring in a Bill Belichick, when you bring in uh, a Mike Vrabel, when you bring in, you know, anybody, these, these, all these coaches, when you bring in a different one, especially one that has a very high profile that likes to do things their way. Yeah. They're going to question that, you know, Mike McCarthy comes from a system in Green Bay where my old buddy, Ted Thompson picked the players. Ted Thompson signed the players. You know, they they had a way of operating. And Mike was involved in player evaluation, but not to the level. As my experience has always been in working in the Cowboys front office, that the head coach, whether he wants to or not, does have a say. Right. You know, Mike, uh, you know, Jason Garrett had a say. Dave Campo had a say. Um, you know, Wade Phillips had a say. You know, maybe maybe too much of a say. You know, Bill Parcells had a say. So to me, you know, with Stephen, they operate a certain way. You know, if you change, then maybe they don't get to operate that way. You know, maybe they 
Maybe somebody comes in and says, well, why aren't we signing more of these free agent players? Why are we always signing our own guys? Why are yeah. we? I don't really like this guy. Why are we? Why are we? Why are we working on a second contract on this guy? You know, th- there's there's something to what McCarthy allows them to do, and I think that Stephen Jones, at least for another year, him and Will McClay, they're hoping like hell that Mike McCarthy sees it through that he doesn't, you know, that he gets a contract extension because. Change for personnel guys is not good. You know, right. it's just not because then you have to figure out, okay, well, uh, different coordinators, you know, different head coach, different players, different. It just, it's the upheaval of it all. And I think that Steven and Will are totally comfortable doing things the way they are right now, you know, and that's, that's why I went on that rant. And I don't mean that as a slam to Steven. I just know that. These teams that have continuity, they they tend to work out. You know, they do a pretty good job. And Dallas has won what thirty six games last couple three years. Yeah, they've had a lot of success. I mean, Mike McCarthy, if he was coaching in Carolina, Atlanta, uh, Arizona, they'd throw a damn parade for him, winning mm-hmm. as many games as he's won. You know, so I kind of feel like though that he, um, you know, they're 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 putting him out there. You know, they're like, okay, you got one more shot. But in, deep down inside, Steven and Will are kind of hoping that he sees this thing through and somehow gets an extension out of this. Let's. Uh, that makes this, sense. Yeah, no, I think it makes a ton of sense. And I think that the. They don't want to change. They don't want to. They just don't want to. They want to keep drafting. They want to keep signing their own. They have a system that they're really comfortable with. And sometimes when you make hard decisions, you have to be uncomfortable. And they're just not willing to do that right now. I, I look at it this way uh, w- to the specific question of the idea of, is it something where the Cowboys players potentially saved his job? Um, I think some helped. Yeah. Here, here's, here's Zach Prescott. Let's, let's, be, like let's be very, yeah, let's be helped. Let's be very honest. And, and I don't want to speak for you. This is just from my own experience talking to people. I don't think. He's gone through four seasons now, Mike McCarthy. Yeah. I don't think his relationship with his players has always been great here in I Dallas. don't think so either. I'm I don't not, think his relationship. speaking for me there because I'm hearing the same thing, but I think there's certain. To me, this is going to sound terrible. And please, I'm sure it's going to get clipped and all yeah, that. Yeah, let, let, let's, not, let's not go clipping things let's and, not go and whatever clipping. else. I'm just making an observation here. Sometimes when you're a player, and you feel like that the change could potentially happen, mm-hmm. you take the opposite approach. And you're like, man, if that guy goes, I you need I need to go too. And I'm I'm just said I just kind of gave you the Dak Prescott right there. Yeah. Players don't always want that blood on their hands. They just True. don't. They don't. They don't want to be the guy that's known as the coach killer. Now, coach killer can be a couple different things. Coach Killer be a guy that you trust and you play him out there and then he kills you in your game and then you lose and then you get fired. Yeah. But co- but generally players don't want to be the guy that says, you know, comes out and says, hey, we've got to do something different. You know, we need something different. We need to look at ourselves, but maybe we need to look at the whole operation. You know, sometimes you'll hear people say that. But I, I think, you know, you wonder with Dak, and here I'm kind of singling him out, don't clip it, you know. <laughs> this is my thought. 
that's uh, we're, 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 we're going to need to very put that, good at playing this game. We're going to need to put to put that as your your display name. My for disclaimer: now. Don't clip it. But let me that tell you this: Dak, Dak is really good at playing this game. He really he he's very savvy with how politics and stuff work. You know. Yeah, he, I, I I would say this too. When I when I say I don't know that he's uh, that Mike McCarthy's always had the best relationship with his players, um, and I think it's improved a great deal. I think twenty twenty was a well, tough I just year for Dak that. for that, didn't I? I, I no. Well, here is what I am going to say. Yeah, I, I think that if you were to ask both of them privately and off the record, they would both say the two That's of them have not always had the best relationship. I agree. I, I agree. think that they did a lot of growing this season. Sure did, and, and so I think that. When it comes to this question, I think that makes an impact on, on the Cowboys front office because they they understand these things, too. They see those tensions and that growth. So I think when sure. they see, man, Dak coming here and making the statement, I think even privately saying like, hey, I, th- I think this is this is probably the right thing to do. Then I think that that gives the Cowboys pause because I'll say this. I think if the quarterback went in there and said this isn't working out with the head coach, I don't right. think the head coach is here. I, I, I think the head I think the I think the quarterback has that kind of power, you know, I think there's some others on that. Uh, I think there's some others on the team too that have, you know, a little bit of a say. But that, but that 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 quarterback has the 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 biggest say, I think. And and Bobby, I I I totally buying into what you're saying because I I don't think it's always been pretty between the head coach and and the quarterback. Yeah. You know, something something gave after the buy. Sure. Somebody, somebody somebody walked into Mike McCarthy's office and said. You keep calling offenses like that, we're all going to get fired. Yep. You know, we need to do something differently here, you know. And, you know, that's that's kind of where that's kind of where we're we're at right now. So, sometimes these these players will stand up there like I said and they will well, man, it's, you know, we got to look at this, you know, we got to look at ourselves and you know, this that and the other. Right. Cuz they don't want the blood on their hands. You know, they don't want to be the guy that all of a sudden got rid of a head coach because of comments they made just something to think about something i was i I had been rattling around recently i don't know if we've talked about that impact that effect of it as much that that i think you can make the the argument that in in a lot of ways dak prescott and a lot of these players helped save the job so so when you're upset about them retaining mike mccarthy and i wasn't necessarily thrilled with it but if you have that sort of reservation or you have that sort of frustration, know that I think in large part the the players contributed to that. Uh, I want I want Mike McCarthy to succeed now because I know, as I said in the previous show, I know that helps Mike Zimmer. Yeah, that's that. I want to see Mike Zimmer, and I want to see Greg Ellis. I want to see them have success. I really do. Absolutely, I, I those think guys were part of my life. You know, when I work for the Cowboys and they're hardworking dudes, one of them was a great player for the Cowboys. I had to draft Trey Thomas at Philadelphia because Dallas took Greg Ellis at eight and we took Trey at, you know, at 11. You know, I had to make sure that we were able to block Greg Ellis there, you know, that kind of thing. So a lot of respect for those guys that that, that I worked with. And Mike Zimmer uh, you know, is a top shelf guy. He really, really is. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Brian, we're going to play a little bit of a game here, and I think we're going to play this a couple times this offseason. So we're going to do it with just a, a couple <laughs> trade. That, that's the solution. Well, look, the, the Cowboys Cut. have shown recently that... They they're willing to play in the trade waters a little bit. They they wouldn't yeah. trade it for for Amari Cooper at the they deadline a, a couple of years ago. Uh, no, we don't. Uh, they they went and traded for Stefan Gilmore, Brandon Cooks. Uh, but this is basically I want to take a look at some of the positions that are out there impacting the Cowboys. We're going to take a look at two today, and we're going to say, would you rather draft for the position, trade for it, sign it, or continue to grow the players that are currently on the roster? So Brian, we're going to lead this off first off with the running back position. We're going to do running back and linebacker today. So running back, when you look at the draftable names that are out there, Brian, you've got Jonathan Brooks at Texas, who's coming off of an ACL injury, Blake Corum at Michigan, who saw a ton of work during his career at Michigan. He's going to be with the Los Angeles Chargers. Get ready for that one. You think that's the fit? Uh, You got Trey Benson from Florida State, a a, a bigger running back. Uh, So that's some of the, the draftable options right there. Currently on the roster, the Cowboys don't have have a lot. They've got Malik Davis. They've got uh, Deuce Vaughn. They've got uh, Hunter Lipke. Like that's kind of the the running back group that they have to potentially foster here. You say, okay, well, what might be out there on a trade market? Uh, you know, Elijah Mitchell, for instance, at San Francisco, a guy who performed really well the first couple of years has as did not perform nearly as well last year. Kind of fell out of favor a little bit. And San Francisco is one of these teams that is just constantly changing over running backs. backs. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously you look at free agent names. There's Derrick Henry, who everybody wants to talk about. Um, you know, Austin Eckler could be out mm-hmm. there. People have speculated on a potential Zeke Elliott reunion. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, when you look at the running back position right now for the Cowboys. What is the approach that you would want to take right now? Would you rather draft it, trade it, sign it, or just grow from within? We did this. Uh, we did this on a. Uh, we did this on a G Bag Nation segment that I had for Krusty's Corner, and I went through all the NFL running backs, the guys that are available, mm-hmm. and basically we would determine that we have a three million dollar budget, and we're going to go try and get a guy. Is what we're going to do. So I think what you got to do is, you know, you could you could clearly look at Pollard and see where he kind of fits. Maybe that's a veteran guy that you bring back. And then I think you have to, I think you have to, uh, I think you'd have to sign and then draft would be my way of doing things. Now, the problem is, I think that the Cowboys are going to sign a linebacker. So Mm -hmm. does that take you out of, does that, you know, you're going to have to have all that money uh, to 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 get a linebacker, you know, uh, but yeah, I, I have a three million dollar budget, and you know, I'm going to go out and get one of these guys like a Swift or somebody like that 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 maybe I could fit, you know, under that three million dollars, and then then look at the draft uh, to see if in fact that you know I can get a guy. I don't if you know if you sign a guy in free agency, then maybe you can wait 
a little bit later, you know, um, with your, with, with what you're looking at, uh, you know, in, in the, in the draft, uh, there's some, there's some quality guys out there. I mean, I know I did a kid. I don't know if you've seen the kid, uh, Cody Schrader from Missouri. I have not yet watched yeah, him. He, no. He's a good player. You know, Dylan Johnson from Washington. They've got some guys that might be mid to late round type of players that you could, that you could surely, you could take a run at. So uh, when I look at, and I think, for instance, I think Jonathan Brooks would be very intriguing uh, here for the Cowboys. But there, but there goes your hurt guy thing. It does. It does. That's what I'm saying is that the problem there is obviously you're looking at a guy who is going to be uh, limited in, in terms of he's not even going to be ready. I wouldn't think right away for the season. And we've seen yeah. ACL injuries the way that yes. has, has kind of been yes. a slower thing for them. Um, yes. You know, I, I mentioned Trey Benson there. That, that's kind of a See, bigger, one. If bulkier you're draft, back. Yeah. If you're going to draft Bobby. The, the one and, and Trey Benson might be the first back taken if Could I'm be. missing somebody here. He's the I, kid from Florida state. And I mean, I still know, think Brooks, I still think Brooks could like that. be this the guy's first. a hell of a player. Yeah. I mean, he really is a good football player. So you know, it, well built. He's, you know, he's just a thick guy. He could punish defenders as already catches the ball. He's got a burst. He's got speed. He's a patient runner. I mean, there's a lot to like about Trey Benson. If you draft him. Now, let's jump over to the linebacker position, which you yeah. just said you thought maybe the Cowboys go about uh, signing one there, uh, pursuing I there. Uh, now, let's first look at some of the draftable names that could be out there. Uh, Edgerin Cooper, Edge Cooper from Texas A&M is a guy that yeah. I really like. I, I'm a big fan of his. I know you're a fan of Peyton Wilson from NC State, but again, yeah. a guy you're talking about injury prone and some of the questions there. Uh, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. at Clemson. You've mentioned uh, how, how you, you picked dad there in Philadelphia. Yeah. Is that wild for you, by the way, to, to see it's Mario so Ed, like when yeah. Mario Edwards Jr. Yeah. Is it is it is it crazy? Do you yeah. think Mario Edwards Jr. has already been drafted and gone through an entire career and left the NFL already? Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. You know, you mentioned linebacker, too. You talk about Edge Cooper, you know, Texas A&M. And we were mentioning the previous show about uh, Michigan players mm-hmm. this, uh, with Junior Colson, you know, Michigan linebacker. He's like 6'3", 247 pounds. Yep. You know, I mean, you know, there, there's a Michigan guy, but man, you watch him play, you know, he's, he's got some of that, that, uh, that power and locate guys and awareness. And I mean, he played with a club hand late in the year and he, it didn't affect him at all. I mean, he still was involved he would wrap up, and I mean, there was a couple that he missed, but man, he is a physical, blitzing linebacker that's really, really tough overall, and he's got the ideal size you really like. So those are some of the draftable names there. When we look at, uh, you know, maybe maybe guys that you would potentially want to trade for, uh, you know, maybe you find somebody who's fallen out of favor. Is Baron Browning what Denver thought he could be? Um, is is Jamin Davis a guy that fits what Dan Quinn wants to do now in Washington? Does Dan yeah. Quinn say, hey, I, I, I don't necessarily need this. They've got a question with a fifth year option coming up in the realm of a guy that could be traded or potentially could be a cap casualty because he's a significant savings and, and a guy that I think is at least worth watching a little bit of veteran, uh, Eric Kendricks, who spent a lot of time with Minnesota. Mike Zimmer in Minnesota, uh, a yeah. guy that that proved himself to be a Zimmer guy out there. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's in with the Chargers now. He is a six and a half million dollar cap savings if they release him. He's yeah. in the final year of a deal. He will be 32 next season. Kendricks, maybe that's a guy that they trade. Maybe that's a guy that they release and you can look at there. I think you can find plenty of linebackers 
that have a history of working with Zimmer that are free agents this offseason. Troy yeah. Dye, a guy that they drafted and that he worked with there. Um, Bobby I, Wagner I, do anything for you at an advanced age? I, I like Bobby Wagner, and I think it's like a million tackles every year, and he's like 38 years old. So many of Dallas's issues, too, at linebacker. We, we've talked about size. That's obviously been an issue. But so many, much of it also just seems to be poor recognition, poor awareness. reads, awareness. And, and it's not, that's not going to be a Bobby Wagner problem. Oh, hell uh, no. So I, I do think that because of that, because of the the just need to improve the IQ at linebacker, improve right. the read and react stuff, I agree with you. I think they're going to go veteran there. I, I think too. they're, I think yeah. they're going to build with veterans. Maybe they draft a guy too. Maybe they address through. But will. I think I think one of their starting linebackers will be an outside veteran, whether it be through trade or free agency. And I do think Eric Kendricks is a name that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, you know, we always like to connect dots when we think we can. So, yeah, you know, Kendricks. We need to study all these guys that do have a little bit of a history with Mike Zimmer that might be out there. The cat, the cap casualty guys. I I just believe they're going to draft a. I mean, excuse me, they're going to sign a veteran guy and they're going to draft a guy. I think they're going to do both. Yeah, yeah. You, probably, you, probably sign the one first and then draft is what they'll probably. Yeah, and look, the the big free agent name that I know we've both kicked around and and there, there's a lot of question about who is he away from Roquan Smith, uh, and that's Patrick Queen yeah. uh, at linebacker from Baltimore. That's a guy who who played really well at the back end of the season, but also it felt like uh, you know and played really well in 2023. But a lot of people felt like, well, that's a Roquan Smith effect. Yeah, if you're going to go after a guy like Patrick Queen, Brian. Do you think that you need to have certainty with what you've got up the middle in the defensive line, like, like that your defensive tackles are are yeah. going to be strong enough to really feel good yeah. about a move for Queen? Yeah, I think the thing with Queen is I do feel like when they took the responsibility away from him of having to call the defense, yep, and gave it to Roquan Smith, he became a better player. I think you, I don't think you can sweep that under the rug, you know. My LSU brother, I don't talk very badly about, but <laughs> you know, some days, some days you need to, you know, and we, hey, you tough know, we, love. We we've seen it a little bit, you know, we we've seen it a little bit, you know, with with what we've what what we've dealt with with Damone Clark. Sure, you know, we've seen it a little bit with that. I mean, another another injured linebacker that they drafted that yeah, we talked about. <laughs> another injured linebacker. I mean, I thought they got a steal on him. I was expecting. I, 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 I'm, I'm, a, I'm not. I'm not willing to write him off yet either. No, I, I, no, th- I think I he thought, can still I develop. Thought from year, I know year one, it was a miracle that he played. Mm-hmm. Year two, I kind of expected a little bit better of a jump, and he had a game or two where you're like, okay, he, maybe he's getting this. It's just you know, not Dan consistent. played him a little bit deeper, and he was able to run to the ball a little bit better. But they were few and far between on those games. Just not consistent enough. Uh, so there are some of the the approaches the Cowboys could take at linebacker and running back this offseason. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag before we let you get back to vacation. Uh, enjoying <laughs> yourself. Didn't mean to disrupt you. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, first question here from Josh Weaver. Rank the following positions in order of biggest to least need to address in the draft. Okay, so mm-hmm. so these are, are guys that you would look to draft. This is, so we just talked about linebacker maybe being more a veteran acquisition. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is ranking the positions in order of biggest to least addressing through the draft. Linebacker, running back, defensive tackle, offensive line, wide receiver. All right. Okay. When, with, with offensive line include the center, that's center, yeah. right? Yep. 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 I think offensive line is number one. There's okay. so many quality offensive linemen in this draft. Yeah. And whether you want to get a tackle or center, I, me personally, I'm going to try and resign Tyron Smith and I'm going to drop one of these centers is what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and get back to where I was when I used to have guys like Travis Frederick in here playing. You know, yeah. Guys that could cut the defense in half, guys that, Played with power, guys that were smart, you know. Biotish, I know he's a free agent. I'm moving on from him. I appreciate everything that he did for me, but I'm moving on from there. Um, I think then the I think the next one I would look at, Bobby, then is the linebacker, is what I would look at. So when okay. offensive line, linebacker, um, and then I would go, they gotta figure out, they gotta figure out what's going on at running back for sure. And mm-hmm. then defensive tackle is what I would do. So I think I did it O-line, linebacker, running back, offensive tackle. Now, if they don't and then, get... And then receiver was in there too. So receiver would be the very back end for you? Yeah, I think receiver would be the very back end for me. But I would I would say that, you know, if they don't figure out something with Tyron Smith, you know, do you trust do you trust the guys that are, you know, that are currently, you know, on the roster? Do you I mean how much you know, how much are you going to sit there and trust awesome Matt Richards, Let's go Matt and, Let's go, yeah. Yeah, and Awesome Richards and guys like that. How much are you going to trust those guys? You know? It, it's a question to ask for sure. I think when I look at that, I, I would say I, I agree with you. Offensive line just uh, given Adoga is another Adoga's yeah. a one year deal, right though? I can't remember. I, okay, I, I don't I don't believe I don't I don't I don't, I don't believe he's an unrestricted free agent because when I looked at Spo track and I was looking at offensive players that were unrestricted. So he might be free back, agents. but you get to do better than a doga. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and the Cowboys, I think, really realized that after the Miami game. Yeah. They realized yeah. we can't do that yeah. anymore. Um I, I think for me, number one again, offensive line, I think you're right, yeah. just because of uh, you know, the the quality that's available and just you can never have enough good offensive linemen. You're gonna need to make some changes here. Zach Martin, who knows how much longer he's gonna be sure. here. How much longer Tyron Smith's going to be here? How Terrence Steele bounces feel back? Feel good about Bass, though. You I know? do. I, I think I think that Bass, Bass is a good player, and they and I think they feel good about Brock Hoffman. Hoffman I, I think too, yeah. I think that they think Hoffman's a, a quality player, so they're they're building some depth there. But I think offensive line's number one. Running back would probably be number two to me mm. because I, I think you need to address that, and you need to address it with youth. That's not a position to go get veterans for. Sure. Um, and, and then back behind that, you know, linebacker, receiver, you can make the I, last for me would be defensive tackle. Because yeah. to me, it's like, you know, you do need to improve the defensive tackle position, but you've also invested so much there with Gallimore and Odigizua. You traded for Hankins. You've drafted Mozzie Smith. Uh, you hope Junior Fajoko, uh will play that's, inside that's there. To me, to, me it's, to me, it's yeah. like, you know what? Let's find out if these guys can play uh, before yeah. we go throwing more resources at this. Let, let, sure. Let's figure out what the answer is. Uh, next question here 
from Starlin. Uh, and this is, you know, we can expand this probably to the last two years if you want. Uh, but which defensive rookies from last year or the last two years do you think could be on the bubble with Zimmer coming in, Brian? The, the one that stands out to me, and here are just some of the defensive players they've drafted over the last few years. Mozzie Smith, DeMarvian Overshone, Junior Fajoko, Eric Scott, uh, Sam Williams, uh, Deron Bland, Damone Clark, uh, Devin, oh, Devin Harper, and John Ridge were already out. So those are the ones that, that are on the defense side of the ball. I'll tell you two stand out to me really quickly. Uh, Eric Scott was a Dan Quinn type of player. Uh, that was a yes. player that Quinn was very high on. So that just yeah. naturally, if Zimmer's not a fan, that, that may not be a guy that he feels any allegiance to. So yeah. Scott, Scott could be a guy to watch. And then the one that I think is really important. And, and this ties into a second question that we got here, Brian from DFW Sportsman says, with the discipline expected to come from Zimmer, could we see an emergence from Sam Williams? I'll tell you what, I think we're going to see make or break with Sam Williams under Mike Sam, Zimmer. Sam Williams has got one foot in the parking lot, yeah. Yeah, and so Mike Mike Zimmer, I don't think, is going to play around with some of the, nope. the, the things that have occurred with Sam Williams. So either Sam Williams yeah. elevates his game and, and he right. brings out the best of him, or Sam Williams will not be long for this world. He will be another blue star special that got pushed out the door in a second round pick. So uh, any others that stand out to you? Fajoko, I think Fajoko, I mean, he had such a red shirt year last year. Yeah. Uh, but that was, again, another guy that, that Dan Quinn specifically was really excited about. Yeah, I think that I think you got the guys right. I, I think that I think that you, you know, when you the Sam Williams one was the one that I he, he's got to He's got to find a way um, to. You know, he's such a talented guy. Gosh, yeah, he's just hate. he's got to be more disciplined. He is that then that's a problem. And you know, either Zimmer is either going to get it out of him or he's going to be on the street playing for somebody else. Yeah. Now, that, but I, I I think that, you know, I think that he's he's that kind of guy. You mentioned Eric Scott, stuff like that. I think that's a possibility too. You know, Eric Scott, we'll see. I know at Southern Miss he was kind of more of a zone corner. Mm-hmm. You know. And we'll see how he adapts to being playing a lot more man. So you know, this is uh, this this is a question from AC, which I, I I find pretty intriguing, and and we'll have to to think about it a little bit, I think. But AC wants to know if you could replace three starters on defense to fix stopping the run, who would you remove? So basically, I think this is just basically who do you think are your three most uh the the three starters who most negatively impact your run defense, Brian, who, who do you look at? I, to me, some of the names that pop out, I think that Dorrance Armstrong uh, sure. has been a guy who hasn't been yeah. great for either. Honestly, and I'm not saying replace him. So, so don't mistake that, but I mean, Micah Parsons steps in the wrong gap a lot. Mike Car- Ma- yep. Micah yep. Parsons gets up field a little too quickly. <laughs> the linebackers yeah. in general, I, I think Marquise bell sees things. Well, Marquise bell's just small. Well, um, so, so yep. that's a, an issue there, but I, I mean, the guys that stand out to me, Dorrance Armstrong, um, Damone Clark has not been great there. I think Curse had a Curse had a bad year coming up from the Curse. secondary. The, those are kind of the ones that stand out to me, Brian. I think you named. I think you absolutely named the three I would name. I, and the first name I looked at was Curse, and then and then I started to kind of go down. Okay, where are some of the others? And you you mentioned uh, you know you mentioned Dorrance Armstrong, and I think that you know you got what you needed out of him, special teams and pass rush, but. The stuff that he was dealing with in the run game was a was a little bit tough. Here's a question for me, and, and this is you know we we saw similar questions about play style and Zimmer and how that that comes in. So I'm I'm gonna boil one down for you. We've heard the questions about Diggs's physicality before and Diggs's willingness to to stick his nose in there and make a play. 
and we've seen it show up in in you know kind of random moments at times during his career here but it's not sure. there consistently what do you think is going to do, do you see foresee any sort of a a bigger embrace of aggressiveness with Zimmer coaching Diggs. How do you think that, yeah. that Zimmer will approach that sort of physicality? Because obviously I think, he coached, I think, yeah, he coached I think, Dion I, for a long time. Yeah, I think I think Diggs. I think Diggs is about to benefit from Mike Zimmer now. I think there's times where Diggs wants to be tough, you know, but they allowed him to play a certain style. Yeah, I think Zimmer's going to allow him. Like, listen, dude, you want to be, you know, I, you know, he and if I was if I was Diggs, I would go. Hey, bro, you coached Deion Sanders, you know, yeah. he was, he was not a trained Deion wasn't tackling tackle. anybody. Yeah. He covered his, you know, but I think Mike, I think Mike has to understand coming in that, you know, there's certain things about Diggs's game that you, you have to kind of nurture and, and, and coach and coax out of him and the physicality side of it. Cause he's capable. I saw, we saw in that Cincinnati game, I mean, he two made back huge tackles on huge, huge. plays. They, they lose that game without they him and making those plays. The, they lose the game if he doesn't make those plays. So he's capable of that it's going to be up to Zimmer to kind of coax him out of that. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Brian, thank you so much for uh, stepping off the beach and, and coming yeah. inside and, and talking with us. We, <laughs> we greatly appreciate it. We will be back with new episodes uh, next week. Uh, going to load up on this combine prep, take a look at some of this draft. We're going to start hearing some some serious whispers when you yes. get out of Indianapolis. Can't wait to do these shows from the combine for One, sure. Once you get out of Indianapolis, that's yeah. when you start getting a sense of who's coming back, who's going. not, yep. what are they looking at. So we're going to have a lot to talk about about here in the coming weeks. For Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Bell. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you guys again later.